Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lucy, and we run Sticker Guru, a stationery and stickers shop. We created the Big Plans podcast to share the things we've learned over the past six years of running our own business. And let's get started. So right now we have a couple of updates. So first update is Etsy just came out with an announcement saying that they're going to be raising their fees from 5% to 6.5%. Yeah. So if you listen to the previous episode where we talked about the pros and cons of being on Etsy, we one of the cons was that Etsy has really high mm-hmm. seller fees. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, they just increased it even more. So that is just a little update for that. Um, second update. We are, we are going to go, yeah, go, going wild. go wild. Yay. So if you see us, come say hi. Let's take a photo. Yeah, I'm really excited. This is going to be our second yes. go Your wild. Kids. And it's going to be in Anaheim. So next to Disneyland. Right next to Which I'm really ex- yeah, so excited for that. Yeah. We're like pretty easy to spot. It's funny because I feel like people will come to, up to us. And they'll be like, oh, you're the sisters from Sticker Guru. Because mm-hmm. it's a little bit hard to miss us. We're like two tall Asian ladies who look the same. <laughs> the same pretty much. So like, if you hard to miss. We're probably like always next to each other. So if you think it's us, it probably is us, honestly. And we are very friendly. So come up and say hi. Yeah, we love to meet you guys and just chat. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of Go Wild, today we are talking about planner conferences and conventions. And also that'll include our own experiences of attending as a sticker shop. So both on the attendee side and the vendor side. Yeah, I feel like both they're like very different from each other. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited to go over the differences of our experiences of doing both. And we've also donated swag to conferences in the past. So we'll also be talking about whether or not we think it's worth doing. So yeah, let's just jump into this episode. Let's do it. Okay, so first off, being a vendor, I can give the first tip. So thinking if you're planning to be a vendor, something that I've seen is that there's a huge difference in the sizes of conferences. Like there's some that are like 100 people. Mm -hmm. There's some that's like less than 100. It's like 50 people. And then there's some where it's like 1,000. 1,000. Yeah. So I think based on the size, it's you're going to have a different experience being a vendor. And so you should plan accordingly. Yes, definitely have an idea of the number of people attending. So you know how much inventory to bring. Um, Yeah. So usually when you be a ven- when you're a vendor, you have a table, you little table set up, and a tip is to ask for a specific spot. We usually like being near an electric outlet just so that we can, you know, charge our phones, laptops, things like that. Yeah. Just something to consider when you are picking a spot. Yeah, if you can ask the organizers if you can pick a spot beforehand, because oftentimes I feel like you just get there and they tell you to just go to a random table. But um, I think it can be beneficial because some spots I feel like get more traffic than other spots based on how the yeah laid out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing to consider is table decorations as well as display cases so you know you want to make sure that you're you can display your stickers or stationary items whatever you're selling Mm -hmm. and that people can actually see them I feel like height 
really matter. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to make sure you have like stands, mm -hmm. tiered stands, things like that. So even when someone's like standing far away, they can still see what you're selling. Yeah, because also usually it's like you get one table. So that's like very precious real estate. But the trick is mm -hmm. to just get tall display cases or stands. So that way you can really mm -hmm. utilize the most out of yes. your space. All yeah, absolutely. Um, you definitely want to get the most out of your spot. And something that I think is not necessary, but I personally like is table decorations. So like we have a banner that's a sticker guru, which now that I think about it isn't updated. It's with our old logo. So we would need to make a new one. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so like things like that or like a tablecloth, uh, little like knickknacks that are part that like match your brand. Mm -hmm. Just little decorations to think about and consider bringing. Yeah. Um, Next, we have inventory. So make sure you bring enough. I'd say it's better to bring more than too little however you do want to consider are you traveling to go vendor like how far is the conference because if you are traveling from you know out of state or wherever far away you will have to consider shipping your yeah. your inventory over so that is also something to think about we've personally never had to ship inventory we've always just brought it by car so yeah, something to think about. Yeah, but like we had to drive from San Diego to the Bay Area for to vend at PlannerCon. So we stuffed <laughs> our car full of inventory. It was literally packed to the very brim. And then we had to make so um, many trips from the car to the table to... Like, yes, to unload. It was definitely took a while. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I think we brought plenty, which is great and we sold almost all of it most of it so yeah so that was really fantastic uh, also consider expenses but i think we'll talk more about like do we think this is all worth it but um, mm -hmm. you should also consider expenses because it's not just the cost of vendoring usually it really depends on the event but some then require you to pay for vendoring and also purchase an, a, a ticket for others they'll include mm -hmm. the ticket so it really varies but that can really add up and then it's probably not just you you probably have like a friend or a family member helping you which mm -hmm. i also recommend Oh, yeah. I think you should definitely have at least one person helping you vendor. We've always had like two people. It's either like us two or like our mom mm -hmm. came with me one time to vendor. So always just having at least one person to help you out because sometimes it does get really crazy. crazy. Uh, and <laughs> like one time, yeah, like Lisa was taking a break and I was suddenly like people swarmed our table there's just like so many yeah people. like all of a sudden and I was like uh, I, I need some help <laughs> she's like I need to call some backup so I was I was under the table just like resting <laughs> and like there, we had like tablecloths so you couldn't see me under yeah. the table and then little, so yeah. she called me out <laughs> and it was like oh Okay, let me just crawl out from under the table. And no one noticed. No one noticed. So, but yeah, that, that I would have been so overwhelmed if it was just myself. Yeah, like literally, like the table was like packed with people and there was like 10 plus people. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, I need a little bit of help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, other things you want to think about is like the display stuff. We That's definitely an investment. The mm -hmm. travel, the hotel. Yes. All the 
make sure you add up all those costs and whatnot. So also for like tax purposes. Oh yes, definitely. And then finally, doing things to get people to purchase because you've brought all this inventory. I think every shop's worst fear is that no one buys anything. Yeah, is that they don't sell anything. So definitely have incentives ready. So I think we did like um, scratch off cards. Mm -hmm. So they could like scratch off and there would be like 10%, 15%. Um, just like tiered discounts. Yeah. Um, you could also do like free gift for the first 20 people to purchase. A really good tip is that at the end, like the last day, last few hours of the conference, you should slash prices. So yeah. I think this is really good just to get rid of any final inventory that you have. That way you don't have to, you know, bring it all back with you. You don't have to ship it all back and you know spend all that money and plus i feel like it's just a good way to get people like by the end people have probably already spent um they've like bought the things that they've wanted to buy but slashing prices Mm -hmm. i feel like is like a really good incentive for them to be like let me give you another look and Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely people love a sale of course yes okay so i think that covers pretty much everything for being a vendor a lot of things that you think about until you actually become one But next, we're going to talk about being an attendee, which is honestly my favorite. And I wish I could just attend these things as an attendee always (laughs) because they're like a lot more fun. I love vendoring, but it's definitely a lot of work. So being an attendee is absolutely like so fun that's the most fun and like you don't have to worry about anything and you just attend workshops you meet people Uh. you make friends it's just honestly a great time and like like you're there to literally have fun you're literally yeah you're literally (laughs) there just to have fun talk about your hobby you know we are all planners so it's just a great time as an attendee Mm-hmm. So we've gone to a, like a couple workshops that were for shops. And I think people, I've seen this question before where people are like, is it worth going to something where it's like either like a workshop for shops or like Go Wild has a, a summit, a shop summit, which we have not mm-hmm. attended. So I can't speak on that behalf, but we have yeah, gone to other we ones. Have no, yeah, we've gone to some that were more like shop specific mm-hmm. or like it was like hosted by a shop owner yeah. um, and I feel like those workshops are it's just a little hard to like target the whole audience because mm-hmm. everyone's kind of on their own shop journey um, you know there's like bigger shops smaller shops so it's really hard to give advice that works for everyone yeah uh, so those might not be the most helpful in my opinion but i do like them because that it's fun to hear another shop's experience yeah absolutely the other shop owners so it is yeah, yeah i do appreciate hearing other shop owners experiences of running a shop maybe like problems they ran into and how they overcame them I think it's definitely worthwhile to hear those mm-hmm. stories and experiences so yeah definitely don't expect to learn you know all the ins and outs yeah of running a sticker shop just from one workshop but it's definitely nice to just hear yeah yep definitely okay so Something I just wanted to add on really quick. If you are, let's say you're attending 
an event, you're not a vendor, you didn't donate swag. I have had people, they, they're just attending as an attendee and they just pass out little samplers for their table mates mm -hmm. or to like, you know, everyone that they meet along the way at the conference. I think that's still a great way if you are a smaller shop or you just didn't get mm -hmm. to like sign up in time for these things. Like you can yeah. still pass out samplers or whatever, you know, like it's, it's mm -hmm. a great networking opportunity still. Yeah. You don't have to vend um, if you're a shop, you can totally still go as just an attendee and hand out your products that way. Yeah. Also, I totally forgot about this, but talking about all of this reminded me my feet hurt so bad after the first day of vendoring. I don't know if you remember, but I don't remember. Like my, it was just, I mean, standing yeah, yeah, all that day. makes sense because <laughs> you're standing all day. You're rarely sitting. Uh, like I feel tired just yeah. thinking about it. No, it was, a, it was like a whole day. Like you have to be there early to like set up. You have to be there late. And you also stay until the end so that you can, you know, watch over your items. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's a whole day and you can't really leave unless there's like dedicated breaks. Yeah. But that's also another reason why you should have someone else there because then like yeah. if you need to go use the restroom, like someone can watch your table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got some questions. So first question is, is it worth the ticket price? What do you think? Yeah. So I know for Go Wild, it, the ticket price was about 500, 530, I want to say. Something like that. Around like 550. So that's definitely like a significant amount of money mm -hmm. for uh, a weekend event. So yeah, I absolutely understand why some people are like wondering, is it truly worth it? And I think for Go Wild, yes, because you get a lot of swag. Um, you're honestly, you're paying for an experience. So it's definitely what you make of it. Mm -hmm. I think if planning is your hobby and you really enjoy being part of the planner community, then it's a definite yes, I would say you should go. But if you're just not super big on um, being a part of the planner community, you kind of just do planning on your own, uh, then maybe not. But yeah. If you are curious about the planner community and you want to be a part of it, then highly recommend it. Yes. Yes. Oh, that reminds me. I feel like at planner conventions, we never end up actually planning. Like I remember bringing my planner the first time and yeah. didn't punch it at all. Like there is no planning. Actually. Honestly, yeah, you, there is no actual planning because everyone's just like, you know, busy having fun and making friends. Yeah. Okay, next question. Is it worth donating swag to these conferences? That's a really good question. So we... So we don't... So we donate swag. However, I would say if you're thinking about donating swag to not spend too much time making the actual items. Mm -hmm. um, we made this mistake our first year of donating a lot of swag. I want to say it was like over a thousand yeah. pieces. And I remember exactly what I donated. It was two deco <laughs> sheets. Mm -hmm. There are about like quarter, quarter sheet size deco sheets. And I like packaged them with my business card in some cello bags. And that took so long. Wow. That took forever. It literally took a month. And I'm of, like cutting stickers and packaging it. And like I had both my parents yeah. helping me. And like I was also in my first year of college. So I was like in school and it was just it took literally forever. And I would never 
ever do that again and I don't recommend doing that for anyone because that just was not time or cost effective so if you are interested in donating swag I recommend getting it manufactured Mm -hmm. especially if it's like hundreds thousands of sheets of stickers yeah definitely look into manufacturing because you will save so much time and money I promise yes yes it's a game changer think because like this is a marketing expense so you can deduct it as and like that but you have to also think about the time that you spent like if the amount of time that you're spending going into this is that value worth what you're getting back which leads me to our mm-hmm. second question do you find meetup slash conference sponsorships to be effective and my answer is it depends <laughs> it does depend <laughs> I don't think we've ever really, I mean, we've donated swag, but we've never, I know at Go Wild, you can like sponsor a table, I believe. Yeah. And you like decorate it super nice and like you donate swag specifically to that table. Or other conferences. And it's like a, it's like a, yeah. Yeah. Other conferences, I, we, we get approached to either vend or sponsor other conferences and I look at their sponsor packets and it gets expensive really quick to be a sponsor Mm -hmm. you know like to have your logo on the bag to sponsor like a breakfast or sponsor like the speakers Mm -hmm. it's it's like thousands of dollars and personally we're not at that point like I think if we were someone big like Happy Planner or Erin Condren maybe we'd have the marketing budget but we, we just don't but as a small business, we definitely don't have that budget. But I, at the same time, it's like, if you are doing a sponsorship, I wouldn't expect to make money. Like, it's not like a direct return on investment. It's more of like you're building awareness. So yeah, just don't expect to make back the money that you've spent right away. I think it just like helps raise awareness about your brand and then eventually yeah. leads to sales. Mm-hmm. That's why I prefer, I would much rather prefer donating swag so that like all the attendees, you know, you're getting exposure from the attendees. So I feel like that's a little bit more effective, but still don't expect them to like go running to purchase something from your shop. It's definitely going to take time, but I think the exposure and just the awareness that you exist is worth it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, so those are all of our questions. Reminder to everyone, we will be at Go Wild this week. So if you are there and you see us, say hi. Come say hi. We just spot, so (laughs) can't miss us. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at StickerGuru. Check out our shop website, StickerGuru.com. You can email us at hello at StickerGuru.com. And you can watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash stickerguru. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next week. Bye. Bye.